Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind. In Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. For the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open now our lips. Barb, I think you're on mute. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 118. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now confess that he is gracious, and that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now confess that his mercy endureth forever. Yea, let them that now fear the Lord confess that his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in trouble, and the Lord heard me at large. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man doeth unto me. The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon mine enemies. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put any confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put any confidence in princes. All nations compassed about me, round about me, but in, my, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They kept me in on every side. They kept me in, I say, on every side. But in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They came about me like bees that are extinct, even as the fire among the thorns. For in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. Thou hast thrust sore at me, that I might fall. But the Lord was my help. The Lord is my strength and my song, and has become my salvation. The voice of joy and health is in the dwellings of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord bringeth mighty things to pass. The right hand of the Lord hath the preeminence. The right hand of the Lord bringeth mighty things to pass. I shall not die but live, 
and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord hath chastened and corrected me, but he hath not given me over unto death. Open me the gates of righteousness, that I may go into them and give thanks unto the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord, the righteous shall enter into it. I will thank thee, for thou hast heard me, and art become my salvation. The, st the same stone which the builders refused is becometh the headstone in the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Help me now, O Lord. O Lord, send us now prosperity. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have wished you good luck, we that are of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, who hath showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with corns, yea, even unto the horns of the altar. Thou art my God, and I will thank thee. Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endureth forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth verse of the third chapter of the book of Ezekiel. Then he said to me, Son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak with my words to them. For you are not sent to a people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language, but to the house of Israel. Not to many people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language, whose words you cannot understand. Surely, had I sent you to them, they would have listened to you. But the house of Israel will not listen to you, because they will not listen to me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. Behold, I have made your face strong against their faces, and your forehead strong against their foreheads. Like adamant stone, harder than flint, I have made your forehead. Do not be afraid of them, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they are a rebellious house. Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, receive into your heart all my words that I speak to you, and hear with your ears, and go, get to the captives, to the children of your people, and speak to them and tell them, Thus says the Lord God, whether they hear or whether they refuse. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eighth verse of the fourth chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, 
If we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled, and they realized that they had been with Jesus. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them, that from now on they speak to no man in this name. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us and take not the Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who by thy Son, Jesus Christ, didst give to thy Apostle, St. Peter, many excellent gifts, and commandest him earnestly to feed thy flock, make we beseech thee all bishops and pastors diligently to preach thy holy word, and the people obediently to follow the same, that they may receive the crown of everlasting glory through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee 
we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Welcome. A couple of thoughts on today's lessons. Uh, tonight is the eve of St. Peter's Day. So tonight's lessons and both of the lessons tomorrow for morning and evening prayer will, will be geared toward uh, St. Peter in some way. We get, um, we get our first lesson from the book of Ezekiel. Uh, Ezekiel is an interesting prophet. He um, has a, a very strange ministry. It, during the Babylonian captivity, there were two waves in which the captives of Jerusalem were sent to Babylon, and they were a few decades apart from each other. And the first wave was uh, Nebuchadnezzar conquered Judah, and he took all of the skilled laborers, so the artisans, uh, any anyone who, uh, you know, you'd have to pay a lot of money to uh, get quality things from um, when, in the first wave. And that's when Ezekiel would have gone. And so uh, Ezekiel is, is given um, an image from God. God uh, shows him quite dramatically, uh, you know, his throne and these, these very strange looking angels and this glorious, um, this glorious, uh, you know, vision of, of heaven and asks uh, Ezekiel to minister to the Jewish people who will be captive in Babylon. And so it's strange that um, God doesn't leave his chosen people alone. He is with them during their own captivity, and he sends a prophet to them during their own captivity, and that prophet is Ezekiel. And he, you know, Ezekiel is told uh, in tonight's reading, kind of the main points are, you will, you will um, speak the words that I give you to my people, Israel. Um, they're not on some uh, evangelistic quest to convert the Babylonians. Um, they are on um, kind of a, uh, uh, it's kind of an emergency room intensive care unit kind of quest that Israel is on for its own spirituality. And uh, Ezekiel is concentrating on on um, building up Israel's spirituality and um, and speaking to the house of Israel. And one of the characteristics is that the house of Israel is a stiff-necked people. They, they don't really like to listen. I think he says they are impudent and hard-hearted. And impudent is a word that St. Peter says tonight as he's addressing uh, the Sanhedrin. And so we've kind of seen the parallels where Ezekiel's ministry is to the spiritually dead Israel, and St. Peter's ministry is to the spiritually dead Israel. And uh, Ezekiel, I think, has a little bit more uh, success because he was able to cultivate a remnant within Babylon. And like I said before, this wasn't an evan evangelistic quest. This was, you know, an IC, ICU intensive care kind of thing that, that uh, Israel's spirituality needs a lot of intensive care. But they get there. Um, you know, we get 
in, in the book of Daniel, uh, we have some very faithful Jewish people who are praying several times a day, such as Daniel. We've got Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they become a witness to the, the tran transformed life that being a follower of God brings to you. And in that way, that, and, and that, that group of people who were concerned with their own faith in God are called the remnant. And the remnant was able to be a witness to the Babylonians, not, not um, you know, no one's out there, you know, no prophets out there screaming at the Babylonians, but the remnant in their changed life was able to convert some Babylonians, in, including Nebuchadnezzar, who made a good confession that, that God is truly the Lord. And um, they did a lot of good work uh, in Babylon. And, um, and so moving on into our, our New Testament lesson, we have uh, St. Peter addressing the Sanhedrin. And he's, he's kind of saying the same thing that um, Ezekiel was supposed to say, where, where he, he tells them that they're impudent, stiff-necked, um, hard-hearted, that they killed Jesus Christ. Here's the guy that you've been waiting centuries for, and you killed him. And um, and they recognize, Sanhedrin recognizes that, okay, well, St. Peter has done a lot of uh, healings in the name of Jesus, and, and so there's some power to that. But but we we can't let go of our own authority. We can't lose our own position of power, so we're going to shut it down. Right, so we're the high priest. We're the ones in charge of the nation's spirituality, and and we're going to shut it down. We don't need them preaching about Jesus because we don't want to lose our position to this unlearned man, Saint Peter and Saint John. And so, uh, what this this shows is uh, both Ezekiel and Peter were told um, were filled with something in their heart. Um, that's what it says in the Ezekiel passage, and Peter was filled with the holy. Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, and that God gives that to people um, in particular here and there in the Old Testament, but gives it to the church at large now um, on the day of Pentecost, and um, and the way that that is cultivated within us is in our own prayer life, actually praying and spending time with God, and that's something that Saint Peter is doing. He's faithful to spend time with God in prayer. That is not something the Sanhedrin is doing, because the Sanhedrin were doing that. They would find God through Jesus and through St. Peter. And this is why, um, especially for the leadership of the church and anyone in any kind of ministry, uh, whether it be, you know, lay or clerical, um, your own life of prayer is so very vital and important, because without it, you may think you're doing the right thing. Like the Sanhedrin thought they were doing the right thing, but they weren't. They were so far off because they were not seeking after God um, like St. Peter was. And they had an opportunity here to do that. St. Peter is giving them an opportunity to follow God. And some of them did. Nic uh, Nicodemus did. But um, many of them didn't. And instead of there being um, a remnant in this instance, um, you know, the whole priesthood in that sense that the temple was destroyed with the temple in AD 70. Just a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Um, it is Wednesday, so we will say the litany. 
for the church and evangelism, you can read the italicized portions aloud um, as we go through this. We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God, for the prayers and the intentions of all those who are present with us. We ask that God would um, open up new doors of mission and ministry within the world, uh, within our diocese, within our parish, that um, we might have a vibrant and fruitful Trinity season and be grow in faith in God in new ways. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church, universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to manipulate thy word and to receive it with pure affection and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Even in patience and under sufferings, a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That they may please you to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. 
We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, and to be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high, on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese, parishes and communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for reading and responding tonight. Thank you all for being here. Have a good evening. Thanks, Deacon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. Yeah. Night, everybody.